Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James Matsumantamagno. And I'm Michael Rivette. Oh, buddy, you ready for some E3 predictions? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But before we get to that, we we had already recorded our predictions a day ago. And of course, as these things happen, we got some big Pokemon news last night, and we have to update the podcast before that goes out. We did leave our original predictions, so you're still going to see some of the things, the conversation we had about Pokemon before, and now we've got some actual real new news coming out that basically blows all that out of the water. Um, It's no longer relevant, but we left it in because we thought it was super funny. Um, But yeah, let's kick off this news. So right off the bat, we have announced three new Pokemon games. Do you consider the Pokemon Let's Go one game with two versions or two separate games? I guess some people say they're two games. What do you think? I consider every Pokemon game one, like XY or Red Blue, I consider that one Pokemon game. People that listen to this podcast may argue, and that I think that's up for debate because they are, for all specific purposes, the same game, usually just with different Pokemon that you can cross over. Usually the story is exactly the same. So to me, it's one game because I'm only going to buy one version. I've never, I've never, you can quote me, purchase two pokemon games of the same release time frame ever so essentially we have one game pokemon quest we have another pokemon let's go with two versions and then a teased pokemon 2019 that's what i'm calling it right now we don't have a name we don't have anything like that and then as you said we've got the pokeball which is an another accessory that was announced and it goes hand in hand with pokemon let's go and pokemon go yeah, the, the first thing they announce is like this Pokemon Quest game is available today. It's like it's here. It's a rambunctious expedition RPG, as they call it. Yeah, that's that's what they're calling it. It takes place on an island called Tumble Cube. Adorable. And it'll be for the Switch, which that's what released, and mobile, which comes out sometime in June, they're saying. Uh, and it, it kind of has like a cube-like... Um, looks like maybe Minecraft or Crossy Road. If anybody's played that game, it has sort of these rounded off edge cubes. And it's cute. It's a really cute game. It's free to start is what they're saying. And basically what that means is you pay for expedition packs and these expedition packs are additions into the game that allow you to, I guess, Uh, cook stuff which attracts pokemon and that's how you capture them or it allows you to buy these power stones which you use to customize your pokemon's characteristics so i guess the way they fight and the moves that they have those are kind of expensive if you buy a lot of them so there's a three pack for the expedition which includes expedition pack great expedition pack and ultra expedition pack that goes for $30 if you buy just the expedition pack it's $5 if you buy the great expedition pack it's 10 and then ultra is 18 and then the power stones are $3 each and I think there's roughly eight or ten different types of stones and I assume that depends on the type of Pokemon yeah I'm super confused as to what are in these packs uh uh, it's free to start does that mean that like i'm going to get to some point in the game and then it's like if you want is is it is it the uh mario run is it kind of like that that, you know what i mean i 
It's not clear. Oh, okay. No, here we go. Here we go. I'm ready. I'm now getting information from Polygon. So the ex- <laughs> live, so, live feed. So the exhibit exhibit. So I so here's what happens in the game. So I've been about an hour and a half in, and you you get you're able to recruit new Pokemon by cooking ingredients that you get from going off on these little expeditions. And your Pokemon, you can create a team of three. You get different power ups. You get health boosts, and you get power boosts, and you can kind of train them up as they unlock more things and give little badges. Pretty cool, actually. It's the game's super adorable. They wander around. You can control them, and you tap on the screen to hit their moves or whatever. Or you can just have an auto mode. I try that, and they just like go off. But you you essentially have to power up your team to a level to go to these expeditions. But the pot that you're cooking food with, you need to go on like four or five expeditions, then it's cooked, then another Pokemon comes, or you can get, you know, you can, you can like use coins or whatever. Additionally, you only have one cooking pot. So the expedition pack gets a cooking pot, Pokeball model, which increases the number of PM tickets to 20, a perfect pair statue. There's also DLC that you can get for a one-time bonus of PM tickets, a Nidoran, the Great Expedition comes with a cooking pot, a Great Ball model, Eevee Arch, and Lapras Pool. So just stuff that you place around the level, kind of like Mario Run. Ultra Expedition Pass gives you cooking pot, Ultra Ball model, Pikachu Arch, a bunch of other stuff, and like all the other stuff included. So it actually seems as if it's not to unlock new... That's what I was confused, because it sounds like, oh, if I buy this pack, then I can play the rest of the world. But it really seems like, oh, no, 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 you can do it, you can... But if you if you it's almost like that uh, it's paid to play more model because you can only go on so many expeditions and then you have to wait 30 minutes, which is kind of weird on a on a game from a switch. It's that's kind of a mobile model, to be honest with you. Well, I think that's my problem with Pokemon Quest. So I also downloaded it, started playing it. It feels like it is a port from a mobile game. It's very, the controls are set up to be for mobile. It is a mobile game on the Switch. And that's strange to me because it, the Switch version is out first. It, it seems like it is packaged ready to go for your phone. And on the phone, I would play it. I don't think I would continue playing this on the Switch because it's, it just seems like a very strange, the, the, the controls are very strange. Um, and it's built around a mobile pricing model. Like you said, it's a, you, you pay to play more, I guess. Um, I don't think I would play this on the switch for any amount of time. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going on the switch and let you know how it goes. And we'll have different bases. I think I'm, I'm playing with the touchscreen cause you know, I play very mobile esque mm-hmm. anyways. I'm going to see how it keeps going. I like it so far, but at the same time it's free. So it's like, Oh, that's cool. It's like playing for a little bit here. I don't know how the longevity, but the big, the megaton, if you will, is Pokemon. Let's go. We talked about the rumors and we're probably going to go over these games yet again. Once we get more hands on and more is revealed. Cause it seems like just details are scattered all over the place and Pokemon. Let's go. There's two editions, Pikachu and Eevee. So this is a main, they, they called it a main line Pokemon game. Okay, they didn't call it a core. They called the one for next year a core. So there's differentials here. There's kind of like this mobile-ish game, uh, a mainline game, and then a core game, which is very confusing. So this Let's Go Pokemon seems as if it is in an open world set in the Kanto region. You're going to have the base 151 Pokemon, and it is a, I think it's like a hybrid between Pokemon Go and a Pokemon RPG where you're still wandering around through an adventure, but the Pokemon are visible in the world, just like they are in the world with Pokemon Go. And then when you go to 
battle, you don't battle, you flick your Joy-Con around to to catch capture them. And that's the game. There wasn't a lot announced as far as is there gyms that you have to beat? Is there an objective or a goal? Is there a story higher arc? This is Game Freak's uh, Masuda. says, for our first entry in the Switch, I really wanted to do something more kind of simplified, something that really anyone could enjoy. I think the reason for this is to get more Switches into the hands of younger kids and more casual players, not just players who are really interested in hardcore games or are really gamers first and foremost. Interesting, because Pokemon always kind of seems like a game for everybody, but okay. This is basically a Pokemon Go merger with Pokemon Yellow. Um, the, the battle, like you had said, when you meet Pokemon in the wild, that is the new battle mechanic. It's very similar to Pokemon Go for anybody that's played that. Essentially, you're using your Joy-Con to throw the ball. There is no like uh, attacks. It's just you're trying to catch them with the ball. There is trainer battles that is more the classic style, which is, you know, turn-based attacks. So that is happening. They haven't specified if there's gyms and a story, but by the trailer, it's got to be, right? I mean, I think I'm hoping the only difference between this and, um, or I guess, yeah, the only difference between this and Pokemon Yellow is the new battle mechanic when you meet wild Pokemon. Um, I hope the story is still there. I hope that the gyms are still there because otherwise then it's really, especially if they go full price on this game, which I'm assuming they will, then it's starting to become a real issue, you know, because you're, you're just taking what's essentially a mobile game and importing it. Um, there are things like Pokemon can be transferred from Pokemon go as long as they are the first gen Pokemon, but they cannot be transferred back. So there is a lot of connectivity between this and Pokemon go, but it, it seems one-sided. You only go one way with that. Um, you do based on the version you get, Pikachu or Eevee, you get that as your as your main Pokemon partner, and they cannot be evolved. They are in that state for the entire game. You can get other Pikachu's and other Eevees and evolve them, but the ones that you pick, the the version you pick, those are yours, and they sit on your head or your shoulder. Or and that's just like that's just like Pokemon Yellow. You cannot evolve the Pikachu that came with Pokemon Yellow. Just so it's, it's classic. Yeah, that is, uh, in the lore of uh, your, that's <laughs> the lore of Pokemon is that your partner Pokemon cannot evolve. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so to me, it seems as if you're not actually training. I think that's the aspect of this game that is not fleshed out. Just like Pokemon Go, you're not actually ever training your Pokemon. So there's no HMs, there's no TMs, there's no uh, training, upgrading, battling. I mean, in Pokemon Go, I was out today, and you battle at gyms, not necessarily other. You get you can battle other people, but it's just kind of you tap on a screen a bunch. So I'm hoping it's not this and you're just waggling my my Joy-Con. Uh, so I hope it. It's actually true turn-based. So I don't know. I'm, uh, I guess I'm just going to wait and see. It comes out in November. So we got a lot of time to be upset or happy about this game. Yeah, I need more information on it. I, it's not, I'm never a huge fan of these non-core Pokemon games anyway. You know, you have Detective Pikachu. You have Rumble. Uh, Snap. You had all those other kind of Pokemon games. And those never really do it for me. Pokemon Go, I enjoyed. But that's because it felt like a totally... It was a, something made for a phone. It was it was a specific reason why that existed. I think a lot of these other things feel like a weird um, gimmicky 
game to me and the idea of this is simplified for new gamers younger gamer pokemon's a game for kids it's always been a game for kids when it came out 22 years ago i wasn't like oh man i'm too young (laughs) for that game you know i played it when it was in its original state so the idea that you had to simplify this for new gamers to get them interested seems like a little bit of a cop-out to me it seems a little weird that you would say that especially considering how popular it's always been in its current core state um it's just i i don't know i find that to be a little hard to swallow and they keep trying to make the these games cuter and cuter pokemon are always been cute they've always been that that's it's a cartoony type game you don't need to keep making it simple you don't need to keep making it more cute to be more appealing the game's like one of the biggest hits nintendo's ever had like it's already it works stop trying to simplify it more and more yeah also one more thing on the motion control so when you have the joy con when it's docked you throw it like a baseball okay i i'm i'm a huge um i i a hater of motion controls in general so i don't want that but there is when it is handheld you can use the joysticks but you still have to move the joy the the whole thing around which that seems like it potentially could be terrible as well um it's using the gyro but no touch screen which on handheld why wouldn't you make it the touch screen then just like a mobile experience yeah well you know you can use the uh pokeball plus and you can pair that with your switch and you can play the whole game actually with the pokeball pokeball um plus uh, which is an accessory that they're gonna sell it it's for this it's kind of like the uh poke whatever i have the 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 plus yeah that was the pokemon go plus pokemon go plus yeah this is the pokeball and it's adorable and it is a pokeball that actually shakes and rumbles as you catch the pokemon and lights up and has a little controller and i'm totally buying one it doesn't i I don't even even if i don't buy the game i'm buying one because i want to have the power well, I mean, on the on the plus side, if you do buy one, it works with Pokemon Let's Go. It also works with Pokemon Go. So you would have that basically replace your Pokemon Go Plus with the Pokeball Plus. Exactly. So it's essentially like you carry it around and it helps you count steps to hatch the eggs. You can catch your Pokemon by just pushing the button or things like that. Um, they did say that it will last for three hours on a charge which okay um and and according to ign it's being reported that it's going to cost roughly five thousand yen which translates to about 46 dollars here but there hasn't been an official like price released for us yet so that could go up that could go down i think for me i would love it i think it's cute in the 20 25 dollar range just because i don't think i would ever do anything with it i just would collect it it'll be it'll be forty dollars 39.99 i think the game the game will be 49.99 and uh the because they didn't announce the u.s prices uh they did announce 59.90 yen and 59 or 49.80 yen or whatever i think the game will be 49.99 uh and i think the pokemon pokeball plus will be 39.99 quote me on that let's come back later this year package it all together oh, ball game 100 dollars, 65 dollars. i'd buy it yeah it'll be like seven 79.99 combo pack i'm in <laughs> they did say specifically that they are making a core game that will come out next year um, we're gonna call it pokemon 2019 mm-hmm. 
And this is going to be the real one. And this is going to follow the traditional Pokemon X, Y, Sun, Moon. That is what the uh, Pokemon director and producer and composer said. They literally said nothing about Pokemon 2019. So what we're maybe about to do in our predictions from two days ago, maybe will still come true. Yeah, well, that's what I'm hoping, because they they did say that the game that was announced last year during E3 is the Pokemon 19 Pokemon 2019 version. The, the the stuff that came out, Pokemon Let's Go and Pokemon Quest, it was not what they were talking about in last year's E3. So what I'm hoping is that they got this out of the way now because they are going to give us more information on Pokemon 2019 during E3. I think that would be fantastic. The fact that they say that it's going to tr- follow the tradition of Pokemon X, Y, and Sun and Moon has me a little bit concerned and questioned because it's like, what does that really mean? Is it just more of the same? Is it, what is the tradition? Is it, is that referencing like it's a classic game similar to what those are? Is it saying that it's going to follow more of the graphic look of what those were? It just seems like a very vague, weird statement um, that puts me a little bit on alert, you know, because I'm expecting more from the first console version of Pokemon. And I think that's one of those issues that everybody's having some bad reactions to what was announced last night is that for the very first time we're getting a console uh core Pokemon game. That was the anticipation. And you're with with that in your mind, you think more power, this could be better, this could be stronger. What are they going to be able to do? Is it going to be a breath of the wild sort of Pokemon, which I think would be amazing. Um but instead, we've got a remake of a game from like 1998, and we've got a mobile game ported to the Switch. So I do see where people are kind of aggravated about that. But knowing this core is coming out next year, that makes those other games, you either buy them or you don't. It's not a big deal. They're going to get their core. But what is the core going to look like? Is that going to be the power? Is that going to be the new innovative Pokemon that I think a lot of people are itching for? They also stated that while Pokemon Let's Go is focused on gaming, like the home gaming, next year's is going to be focused on handheld elements. That concerns me a lot because how is this a home gaming when it's so closely tied to Pokemon Go, which is a mobile gaming? I think if I align to what the titles and what they're trying to say in in this before we go in, before we end our Pokemon part of this podcast... Uh, I think that you have a traditional Pokemon game is going to be eight gyms plus the extra stuff at the end. It's going to use the same engine as the game that we're going to see this fall, but it's going to be more of a traditional RPG element. I think when they say traditional, they mean not open world like Breath of the Wild, just like if Breath of the Wild was a traditional Zelda game, which is now morphed because what is now a traditional Zelda game now that Breath of the Wild has come out. Uh, You think of the dungeons and things like that, but uh, I believe that is kind of what they're saying. So maybe they're setting expectations. So maybe 2019 is the mainline traditional game and 2021 is the open world RPG that we can hope and pray for. Yeah, maybe. I guess we will find out. Got to buy them all. That's what I say. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. So 
Uh, we needed to get the Pokemon out of the way because it's hot off the press and because it's part of our E3 predictions. So stay tuned. We'll take a very short break right here. Play a little of that Pokemon beautiful soundtrack that they had during the Let's Go. Uh, and then we're going to go straight into our E3 predictions for 2018. Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch. This is your special edition halfway through the dispatches. Uh, we like to do these .5 releases because there's so much going on in the world of Nintendo, so much awesome news, so many new great games coming out. We can't contain ourselves. We have to talk more about the awesome stuff in Nintendo, and we've been holding off. Michael, we've been holding off for E3. Yes, we have. We wanted it to get a little closer. You know, we don't want to... Everybody, some people are putting out their predictions a month ago. Not us. Not us, my friend. I say, nay, let's do it weeks before. Yeah, if not the week before. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's really crazy. You know, I was looking at the press conference schedule and... Now, not only does Nintendo go, but this is when all the big ones come out. There's EA, Microsoft, Bethesda, Square Enix, Ubisoft, Sony, and then Nintendo. And that's actually in the order that they're doing it, which is uh, quite, quite, quite crazy. I'm going to post you over the, the schedule in case you don't have it in front of you. But and we'll put it in the show notes for everyone to go through as well so you don't miss any of the little bits and pieces. Now, Michael and I... For fun fact, for people that don't follow us on Twitter, I'm at James Montemagno, at MS Rivette. We've been live tweeting E3 for what, 10 years now? I feel like it has been 10 years now. It's actually, I don't know why it started or how it started, but you and I just, we both are are lucky enough to work where we can kind of watch these things and see it happen. So um, yeah, we just love putting in our two cents while it happens. Yeah, and this year will be the same. Uh, we do it mostly through the big three, so Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. Uh, usually the those first two are very long, like two hours, and we just bang our heads against the wall halfway through of just like, all right, we get it. Uh, and then Nintendo comes out, and in the more recent years, they've been doing something completely different, which is starting the latest. They, they do it on Tuesday. So Sunday, Microsoft goes first, and then uh, Bethesda goes right after them, and then Devolver devolver digital goes then on monday june 11th there's square enix ubisoft there's a pc gaming show that's kind of they started to do and then sony and then tuesday 9 a.m pacific noon uh eastern nintendo goes and they're gonna do their classic nintendo direct uh spotlight like they did last year last year if you remember it was a 25 minute video and then of course they did all of the live treehouse stuff do, mm-hmm. do you remember all that the setup oh, from last absolutely. year? Absolutely. Now, do you are you thinking they're gonna just do? I know they've already mentioned direct. There hasn't been a whole lot with the the treehouse. Do you think it's gonna be the same format where it's just gonna be running for a few days and then kind of filling everybody in on all of the other stuff they didn't mention during the direct? I have to imagine. You know, last year the treehouse filled in first on a bunch of games that they showed. But then they also announced more stuff during the Treehouse, which is also confusing for everyone that doesn't want to watch 12 hours of a live stream. Uh, but, you know, like Metroid, the new Metroid for 3DS was announced. And you're like, well, how come this wasn't announced? I, I get it. Uh, they didn't show any 3DS games actually at all during the spotlight because it was Switch focused. Uh, but I think that they'll do the same. I bet that they they announce a few things for both Switch and for 3DS during oh. the Treehouse. Mm-hmm. Mm, but not direct. 
Because I, 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 mean, don't, I don't think they're going to do 3DS during Direct. I would hope no. they're not going to do 3DS during Direct. My predictions will be that it'll be focused 100% on Switch again. I bet, I bet 100% on Switch. And I think the Treehouse, I bet they also show some new mobile games. That's my prediction. Is like oh. during the spotlight is only Switch. And I bet my my thought is that they're going to show off some mobile games during uh, during the Treehouse. I like this. I, I have no problem with the, the mobile games for Nintendo. Well, I do. But that's only because they're not coming out with games that I want to be playing. But I love the idea of them coming out with some more mobile games. So... I would be super excited if they did announce some more stuff like that during Treehouse. Yeah, and I think just like last year. So last year they came out of the gates. The Switch had just come out, and we all had Zelda. Do you remember that? It's like we just had Zelda. <laughs> that was that was it. That was all that people wanted to play. It was a Zelda playing machine. Granted, your Wii you could also play it, but it was a Zelda Zelda playing machine, and we all bought it. And that's what I played for months, and I'm st- I still continue to bring it with me and play it. But I think what was interesting is 2017 is Nintendo had something to prove. Like they had to prove that the Switch was here and that we were going to have games. Yeah. Now, what was the big surprise? So we knew Zelda. We had that. We knew Mario was going to come out. We got a little bit more info on Mario. What was like the big... Did you have a surprise? For me, it was Mario and Rabbids. Like that was something I didn't see coming. That was something that I thought was potentially sort of a, a game changer for Nintendo. Where it was like, hmm, somebody else is taking notice of the Switch. Maybe that's a good thing. You know, that's going to start turning this. And it ended up being a fantastic game. Yeah, I think I think you're right. To me, there was the stuff in there that we expected. We saw the DLC from Zelda. There was Fire Emblem Warriors, which was well, fine. That's fine. Pokemon Tournament. That's fine. Uh, there was a new Kirby game. That's fine. Like all these games are like that's fine. They're like the, the, there are people that will like these games, and like this is good to get us through. I thought that yeah, you're right. I mean, Mario Odyssey was was a showstopper and was gonna you know sell bajillions. We just talked about the NPDs. It was in the top ten, number five for all of the last twelve months, and it only came out last fall. But I remember watching the Ubisoft presser where Mario and Rabbits was announced, and they announced more things during the direct. And you're right. I thought that was cool because not only was this a cool game from a third party, but it was a cool game that Nintendo sort of loosened loosened up a little bit Mm -hmm. you know they gave their properties to ubisoft and said all right we're gonna trust you in a game that is very unconventional very non-nintendo and they did fantastic with it so hopefully that means we'll see more like that um for the future because i think that's 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 a step in the right direction for nintendo i think another thing that was a huge Oh my God, I'm so excited for this. Metroid 4. I think I had said that for probably like five years that I wanted a new Metroid game. And they finally came through on that. I'm so excited for more information. Were you excited that it was just a logo? Is that enough for you? It was enough for me at the time. Like you said, Nintendo Switch came out. They had something to prove. This year, it's established. It's a success. I feel like this year is going to be even better than last year because of that fact. They have a a whole platform now that's supported by the players. Now's the time to really ramp up the game selection. And I think... I'm hoping between Nintendo and other third parties, we're going to see a lot of Switch. Whether it's, it could be coming out on all multi platforms, which I'm totally okay with. Um, but I just think we're going to see a lot of support for Switch this E3. 
I think that's probably going to be one of the the biggest themes. I also think during the, my belief is that during the main direct, I I think that they're going to do maybe a Nindy showcase during it. I hope that they do. Last year they kind of, I forget if they did it before, if they did it after, they they kind of did did it. But I would love to see just a little nod to like five or six Nindy titles, which are these indie titles that are kind of like these like you know Nintendo ish exclusives, or they've worked really hard on something that's a real banger, something that is going to because we get see so many games every week and a lot of them have already come out on steam we've talked about the eShop before is you know we talked is it just a dumping ground and i want to go onto the eShop and i want to see these mega hits that are landing in there that are near exclusive i would love to see more exclusives on the switch coming from these nindies even if it's for a month six months something like that that was very popular in the old xbox days so like these six months timed exclusives but i would love to see you know, something come out from one of the big ones, you know, ones that have already, maybe it's Matt makes games, maybe it's, it's someone else are working on something and it's like exclusive to switch and it just rocks our socks off. And it, you know, it's, and it's not, an, it's not from Nintendo, but it's like, Hey, we're listening. We know that we have the big Nintendo games that everyone's going to buy, but also like we love, we're like, that would make a big statement. I think for me, cause we saw a little bit of third party support, you know, during the 2017 direct, but I think this year could be like a time, even if it's a sizzle reel, like just show it to me, give it to me. That's what I want. No, I like that because I've been playing a lot of the indies on there. I love the price point that those usually come in at, you know, they're not those big $60 like whoppers that you like, you know, that's an investment for people sometimes, but those indies, you can buy them really great games for 15, 20 bucks. So if they give like a little bit of a nod to those creators, those developers. I think that's a huge support system for them. That's something that I think a lot of people are buying into. Every time I go on the eShop, that's what I'm looking at. I'm not looking at those big games all the time because to me, that's more of an investment. Whereas those those indies, I buy them, I beat them, I buy another one for 15 or bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I can get three games for the same price. Yeah. So this year, Michael... Do you want to kind of run down of definitely going to happen, maybe going to happen, we're crazy? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think all of us know some of the big things that are a definite, definite, definite thing that's going to happen this year. I think one of those, it has got to be Super Smash Brothers. I mean, I believe they, there's they, a tournament, They already have right? a competition. <laughs> they already have a tournament. <laughs> so unless they're going to play an old Super Smash Brothers game, which they did not clarify that this was the new one they're playing in the tournament. So that could be some Nintendo craziness. But I'm thinking they're going to be showing that that's going to be a heavy hitter this year at E3. That's a huge game for them. That's a huge game for the players. People will really love that game. I do think that's going to be one of the ones we're going to see a lot of at this whole at this E3. I th- yeah, I think that I think that should be the start. I don't think that they should they should end it with Smash Brothers. I think they should end it with a surprise. And I think they should start with Smash Brothers because we already have this competition going. Again, unless they're going to be playing with I want them to play with original original 3ds's just like the old ones <laughs> the old old the classics maybe in a classic 2ds that's how you have to win this championship um i think i think that that's what we'll see a lot of out of the gate that that's my prediction is like they'll come out strong um 
maybe they'll talk about the success out of the gate too is like like that's what's going to happen but i hope i'd hope that they wouldn't dwell on it and that they'll just go right into games again just like hey we're focusing on games and just go yeah i i can see that i i it feels like it'd be a little bit odd for nintendo to come out and say look how good we're doing with our switch it just doesn't seem like something they do they don't really seem to talk numbers too too much like that but they could pull an apple you know apple loves to kick off their like their announcements when when they do that and talk about how successful they are um but yeah i think super hitting it off with super smash brothers everybody knows it's coming out everybody knows that that's going to be there it's not a surprise it's not a shocker if you hold that to the end i think it would kind of be like oh that that we already knew we want that to be the surprise at the end Mm -hmm. um so yeah get it out there super smash brothers boom boom here here's the lineup here's a little bit of the gameplay you're gonna see a lot more about this after you know the direct let's not spend more than a few minutes on this because you know they're going to talk about it at the treehouse. You know they're going to be covering it heavily during the tournament. You're going to see a lot of the gameplay happening. Just give people like the quick down and dirty facts about it and then keep moving on. If they dwell on it for a long time, I think it's going to be a sign that there's not much else coming. Because yeah. I, I feel like that's a red flag, right? If they kick this off and they've got Super Smash Brothers and run five eight minutes or something nothing else is coming they're just dwelling on that one title yeah and in fact in 2017 i was almost scared because they kicked it off with xenoblade's chronicles xenoblade chronicles 2 and that trailer was like three minutes but if that thing was like six minutes i would have been like oh boy like mm-hmm. we're just we're not gonna have anything and i think yep. even though smash brothers is coming out it's important that nintendo continues to release games like yes we have mario tennis aces coming out yes we have smash brothers coming out but there's months in between if there's something that nintendo did well in the first year and a half of the switch or so a year year and a few months is the continued support of new games just non-stop 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 so i'd like to see that stuff happen and i think this year prediction i think definitely going to happen i think we're going to get a new animal crossing by year's end i think it's going to happen yeah, I, I'm calling that one as well. Um, I'm not a huge Animal Crossing fan, but I do see that there's a huge market for that. I think that would be a great, you know, what is it? Uh, the, the, the feather in the cap for the Nintendo Switch to have an Animal Crossing out there. Um, I, I, I would like to see that because I, I know it's a heavy hitter. I know people want it. So that just helps for the success of the Switch. So let's say you got Super Smash Brothers, boom. Then you've got Animal Crossing come out. I know the next thing, Mario Tennis, that's going to be covered heavily. That's that's something they've been pushing for a while. I think that's going to be one of the big three in the lineup. Um, and then Pokemon. Pokemon, oh. without a doubt, is going to be announced at E3. But how much? Like, is it showing stuff or is it a Metroid logo? Nope. It's going to be gameplay and it will be releasing in within the next two months. Oh, my God. What? Done. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'll put it out there. I'm put this is prediction episode. That's what this is for. I'm making a prediction. You've heard it here first. All right. Put po- po- new Pokemon 20 2019. Yeah, that's what you're calling 2019? Yeah. Well, remember they did Fire Emblem, they released Fire Emblem Warriors, and they're like, We got Fire Emblem's Warriors coming out. We're like, oh, cool. And they're like, but we also have a new Fire Emblem game coming in 2018. And I think that's what the, but they did also say that there's a new Pokemon game coming out. I don't know if they quoted to say 
No, actually, the sorry, Yoshi. They said 2018 Fire Emblems. I don't know if they said 2018. I don't. I don't but, think they gave a date. But w- Nintendo, what they've been pushing heavily is that when they announce something, it's supposed to be that like a, within that year that it's announced. Um, you know, those games, Pokemon, uh, Yoshi was shown Metroid w- last year. I think you're going to see if it isn't released by year end this year, they're very very close. I would. I would be very surprised if Pokemon was pushed to 2019. I do think it's a 2018 game. Maybe holiday 2018. But I'm I'm being aggressive two months. I'm going to be aggressive. New Pokemon game for the 3DS by year's end. That's what I'll oh say. Oh, my God. I would, there'd be rioting in the streets if... <laughs> If 3DS gets a new Pokemon game and Switch is left out, do you? But do you? Is is the Pokemon game then? Is it going to be a new open world game, or is it just going to be like Pokemon? Is it going to be the the rumored green remake or red and blue remake? Is that is that going to be it? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I I think there's a lot in those rumors that are pointing to that's what we're going to get. But I I'm hoping and I'm I'm keeping faith alive that we're going to get something original for switch i i I mean you've you've known my dream for pokemon for a long time Mm -hmm. i want an mmo i want an mmo version of this game i think it would be amazing i would i would even pay a subscription fee to play it i think it would be it's a perfect perfect world for something like that you've got so many games that have so many different lands you start the first mmo in the original land and then you have expansions and you open it up to all these other lands as people buy into this system and into this game i think they are missing out on this possibility of like a a subscription-based service but i i don't know if that would ever happen but that's my dream for pokemon is to have an mmo yeah I, I in a world where that existed, I would give Nintendo even more of all my money. You know, I think they're going to end. My prediction is that they will start with Smash and end with Metroid. That's my prediction. What's your prediction for start and finish? Ooh, I would love gameplay footage, Metroid 4. That's how they wrap it up. You know what I want is I want they're going to do like the like, you know, when Samus like is kind of going through and it's like the like going down an elevator shaft and mm-hmm. then you see her armor and she's like and you're like and she's like, whoa, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like that's essentially like the noises that you're making in your head. But you're like, oh, I don't understand what's happening. I want that. But then you're like, you think it's going to end. And then there's 30 seconds of gameplay and oh. then everyone falls out of their seat. Yes, that would. OK, that would blow that would blow E3 out of the water. So you have Super Smash Brothers, boom, Pokemon, bam, Mario Tennis, bow. Then you've got wrapping up with Metroid 4 actual gameplay. That would be I couldn't imagine more than that. That would make it all worthwhile for me. What if the entire Nintendo Direct is three minutes? It's a minute <laughs> <laughs> one trailer. <laughs> minute of Smash Brothers. Minute, minute of Pokemon, minute of Metroid, Megaton. And this is Megaton. Done. Reggie comes out and he go and he just he just drops the mic. He's like, Boof. he drops the Pokeball. Oh, whoa! What if what if Reggie walks out? Because Reggie walked out into like a, a weird fake, um, uh, like house or whatever, like the the living room is green screen during the Nintendo Direct. What if he walks out and he just walks out and holds out something from his hand and drops it and it's a Pokeball and then the Pokeball opens and launches into the trailer. 
<laughs> that sounds very Nintendo. I I'm, I think that would probably that's probably gonna happen this year. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. So so we already know, right? We got Smash Brothers, we got Metroid, we've got Pokemon, we've got Mario Tennis. You're calling uh another Fire Emblem? I think that they're gonna oh, no, do you're calling f- Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. I think they'll talk Fire Emblem. Uh, maybe during the treehouse uh, or, okay. uh, or maybe they'll do a fast focus, like little snippet, but I don't know if it's going to hit this year. I think it could last next year is fine. Like I'm okay with it going to next year. Quick. When do you think smash brothers it's coming out this year? When do you think it's going to release December, December? I'm calling September when Nintendo online comes out. That's oh, it has be- to come out in September, huh? Yeah, because they're. I think that's what's going to get people to buy into the idea of Nintendo Online too. Mm. It's gonna. Oh, no, it's, they're mm. they're tied in together. Wrong. So it'll be December. So they have two week, two months to work out the kinks. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. So you think they're gonna be, they they're gonna put out Nintendo, work out the bugs. Once that's figured out, boom! Here's Super Smash Brothers. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, exactly. That's what's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And they've already made money off of everybody, so they're all in. Yeah. All right. So now here's another one that I'm thinking that we're gonna see. It's not. It's not a heavy hitter. It's just something that's gonna be filling in quick. One minute is we're gonna get more Splatoon two info. I think it's maybe more DLC, just some like new characters, new weapons, something like that. They're not letting that that uh ip go you know it's a huge success for them i think there's going to be some sort of splatoon info in this uh this e3 i would love it i've been playing more and more of the splatoon single player and i've been enjoying all the splat fests i would like i would like for them to come out maybe do a minute on you know straight from the splat lab you know what they do all the time (laughs) uh and 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 say like they're gonna continue support for another year or two years of new content new stuff because and maybe they'll let you skip the opening cutscene where you learn oh, about the boy. new levels wouldn't that be megaton wouldn't that be a dream i'll tell you <laughs> one thing i will say splatoon 2 here's here okay so splatoon 2 info yeah okay that's that's a shrug off right yeah of course you're gonna keep supporting it here's the bomb battle royale version splatoon 2 announced wow. this e3 Oh, Megaton. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that Amazing. be something? Wow. That that would be... I'm in. Yeah. I, yeah, no, yeah. I think that's that it's would the, be awesome because they don't have that on Switch. They need that, right? That's the thing right now. So if you could introduce that and make it work in Splatoon 2, poof, hotcakes. Man, they have so many weapons. They have so, how, many, how many players do you need, though? How many players for Splatoon I mean, do you need? You know, in in like a battle royale game. Well, because the levels are only so big. Maybe it comes with new levels. Maybe that's part of the expansion. It's a whole oh, thing. Like, you know, like that's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a new expansion, and you get one or two new levels. Because I mean, if you look at, um, you know, Fortnite, which that we haven't even mentioned yet, but if you look at a Fortnite, there's only one map. That's the battle royale map. So maybe Splatoon comes out with the, the that feature Battle Royale with one big map for it. Oh my gosh, Megaton! Yeah, that, that would be something. 
Uh, um, now, should we get into some of the, the gray area? Some of the maybes, some of the, sh- the you know, cloak and dagger type stuff. Hit I've me. got one. Okay. Retro Studios has been working on a mystery project. Are we going to hear about that this E3? I think maybe. <laughs> I want to say yes, but that's not a for sure. So I'll put it as a maybe. I would like to know what they're working on. There's no, there was like a weird tweet that it had something to do with barbecuing, but I don't know if that <laughs> I can believe that, but I'm curious what that's going to be. My prediction, they come out and they have a, they have, they have a logo, right? It's all like misty. And then a logo comes <laughs> out and it says, and it says retro studios, totally still working on a game. Yeah. There prediction. you go. Another thing that I think is very likely for this E3, I think they're going to announce the Spyro uh, trilogy will be coming out on Switch. They already we already know the game's coming out, but mm. they didn't say it was on Switch. I think that's going to be a very likely announcement that we will be getting it. Oh, because they announced the Crash one, but not the Spyro one, right? Well, they said Spyro for PlayStation. It's the uh, reignited trilogy, so it's it's uh, the I think for you know the first three games, but they're just remastered essentially. Um, but Xbox, PlayStation, they're all getting it. And but it was quiet about Switch, and everybody said, "Well, are they doing this? Are they doing this?" And like Nintendo, I think accidentally posted a Spyro page on like the eShop or something, and then it was quickly taken down. So I do think we're gonna hear that it is coming out on Switch, which I'm I'm all for. I loved the first Spyro game. I, that was I think the only one I played, but I loved it. So I, I would definitely pick up if it does come out on Switch. Yeah, and I think if they did that, they could do that during the treehouse or maybe do an homage at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious if I look at last year's, they only really highlighted they had a sizzle reel in the beginning. So they opened with a sizzle reel and that featured FIFA and Rocket League. And later on, they had Mario and Rabbids and then Rocket League. And that was the only third party game. So almost everything mm-hmm. else was Nintendo. So. I'm curious if maybe they extended an extra 10 minutes and do more third party stuff, because I would love to see that. Uh, I would love to see, you know, someone else coming out from maybe Bethesda or Square Enix. You know, what if Square Enix is like Final Fantasy VII Remastered? Boom. Named like done. Oh, man. See, that, right? and I think that's that shows the strength of a system, right? When you get those third parties that are also supporting it. I mean, Nintendo does great with their first party stuff, but I need... I, I'm not always a, I don't want everything to be Mario. I, I want those third party games. I enjoy those. So for me, that's that's a huge strength when I start seeing those other developer um, supporting like the switch platform. Maybe we'll see more of it. My prediction is that we will see a new IP. Uh, I think we'll see a brand new IP. A brand new game like like something that we just have no idea about at all and that could be the retro game that could be something else i do believe that we have to need to see something brand new maybe it's a collaboration with a third party May, you okay. know like mario and rabbits that was unexpected that's to yep. me that's new ip because there's a rabbits there's a mario but there's no mario to me that's a whole i i believe like we're not even talking about third party support. Ubisoft, they're going to announce Mario versus Rabbids 2. Like that's going to happen. Ubisoft loves to release a new game every year. I think we're going to see Mario versus Ra- Mario plus Rabbids 2. That's going to happen. I mean, it's done really well for them. It's one of the top selling games um on the Switch in general, mm-hmm. so especially for third party. 
I think we're going to see that. And to me, that's the type of new IP that I would like to see is some crossover or something new. It doesn't, it could just be a new IP coming out in 2020. I don't care. Yep. I know. I totally agree. I, I think that Nintendo tends to um, go back to the same well. I would love to see more fresh material coming out. I mean, I love some of the games that we've already talked about, but yeah, let's get some new fresh blood out there. Let's get some new stuff happening so that people are excited and it feels like something special um that being said i will say some other maybes i do think maybe we're going to see some mm, gameplay footage for the new yoshi i do think we're going to see something for bayonetta 3 i do Mm. think we're going to see something about Fortnite being released on the switch Mm. and i think we're going to get a teaser for star fox a new Star oh, okay. Fox. They've been talking about that racing game. I think that we're going to see a little, a uh, little something, something happen in there. Interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I want to see when I think of the maybes, I would love to really see some collaboration on something of a more mature title. You know, if you look at what Bethesda is doing for the switch, they brought uh, Wolfenstein twos coming out. Doom came out. You see these type of, you know, M-rated mature games, but also very good games, too. And Nintendo doesn't dip in that well too often, but they have. You know, they've created some pretty unique games. And I don't know if Metroid is going to be the game. Maybe it's Bayonetta 3. Maybe they're dipping in the Bayonetta Platinum games. Great, great, great games. Um you know, area again. But I would like to see maybe a first-person shooter. I think is what we're missing. I think if I look mm-hmm. at... What we see is, I, I think, something. I don't know what it is. Um, and, you know, Splatoon fills that gap to an extent, but it's different. You know, I would love it to see different. I would love to see somewhere Nintendo something. Maybe that's a collaboration with, you know, you know, Ubisoft or Bethesda's gone in and they're doing they're doing something. Maybe it's a Medal of Honor. Maybe it's a Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. Maybe that happens at those pressers for those uh conferences and they just bring it up again in the treehouse i but i i i have this strong feeling that the maybes here i agree with quite a bit of your maybes but my maybes are also that there's going to be more third-party support during this direct than just first-party titles uh, i don't know how they're going to do it but that's my my go you want to go to the crazies what are your crazies well yeah and and i guess just to go back to what you just said I think my list is for all of E3. So I'm not saying Nintendo specifically is going to be announcing this stuff. I just think that these are predictions for what we will be seeing coming out for Nintendo. Oh, Um, I see. Yeah, because I'm hoping we're going to see a lot of third-party stuff. That's my hope. So my doubt it or my, you know, crazy is going to be another Pikmin 4. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan. I've talked about it. I've, I've kind of praised this game a few times, but SteamWorld Dig, the company that makes them, Imbinge and Form, has been kind of hinting at a new SteamWorld Dig game or something. I would love if it is just sort of like if they do that Nindy idea, I would love to see like, hey, this is in the works or, you know, it's something is kind of it's happening. Um, That's just a personal prediction because I do like that studio. So I'd like to see more from them. All right. I think my crazy, they walk out on stage, they open up with N64 Classic. And then they say, we got your new Super Smash Brothers Classic <laughs> oh, Edition. Oh, man. And that's Remastered what they play on. for the mini. 
Re- remastered for the mini classic and that's what everyone has to play on a mini n64 controller oh man <laughs> that would be actually pretty hysterical if that happened i you know i that that gets me to my next stuff is like the not the game related but like the other things nintendo could mention during this entire like e3 um obviously the nintendo online is one of those I do think, uh, you know, those trademarks have been have been set for that Nintendo 64. I think they have a lot of licensing issues with that platform. I think a lot of those heavy hitters that people love about that platform are going to be real tough to uh, to make happen on that system. So I would be really interested to see if maybe it's announced or it's just like kind of like they did with Pokemon or Metroid where they're just, hey, here's a a mock-up of it it's in the works get excited but i think they're gonna have a lot of trouble with that system i think that the the licensing is is gonna be a real struggle i mean all those companies you know i um a lot of them aren't even around anymore for some of the games that everybody loves on that system so we'll see what comes out for that oh and one other personal favorite i'd love to see more joy cons i'd like to i'd like nintendo just to blow the doors off of this thing and to say you want colors here's every color under the sun we've got everything because i i think a lot of people would buy at least multiples of stuff they like the idea of customizing um i would love to see that am i crazy that i don't I mean, there's some other stuff that I don't think that they are going to talk about. Like, these are my things that I don't want them to talk about. <laughs> like, I, 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 I do not want them to talk about the online. They don't need to. They already did. They already talked about it. We're good. Mm-hmm. We get it. It's $20. Yep. They do not need to talk about any hardware revisions. It's too early. We don't need to talk uh, about that. Yeah. I do not want to hear a Nintendo elite or nintendo pro or nintendo anything coming out that would be that would i think that would really aggravate a lot of the people that have it right now i do not want to see an opening sequence of five minutes of people playing nintendo labo accessories i don't i've seen it i've seen it on you i don't not that it wouldn't be cool i just don't want it right now Mm -hmm. because it would be cool but we've seen it we've talked about it on the podcast a lot but these are things that like it could dramatically go wrong if it opens up and the roots are there playing the Nintendo Labo. You know, we got it's cool, but we got we're in for some hurt. So um, uh, that that's a great topic. Then what the ways that E three for Nintendo could go wrong? Concentrating on Labo, speaking too much on Nintendo uh, online. I do think they're gonna mention it. I I'm in favor of them not saying anything about it because i feel like we've already know unless they say it's out tomorrow i don't need to hear about it um so i agree with you i would be really bummed if they spend too much time on 3ds you know keep that to the treehouse keep that to the other stuff they 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 have a very limited time with their direct which is what everybody watches focus on the heavy hitters make this a home run give us all those games even if it's just 30 seconds or a minute of of content do not focus on that other stuff yeah i would agree with that i think no new hardware don't talk about any revisions to switch any revisions to 3ds which i'm sure there'll be more revisions or new colors the worst thing they could do is be like we got some new colors of nintendo 3ds here you go nintendo 3ds mini um (laughs) none of that i I just it's not that i think that what's nice about nintendo and we maybe close it on this is that 
they don't have to show everything. They can follow up with Nintendo Directs like they did previously. And I think Nintendo Directs are a great way to get a lot of the information that's not necessary for the the for E3 or other major conferences, but to keep it going, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So anyways, I, I mean, I think those are at a high level my predictions for the for yeah, the I think that's a great list for E3. Yeah. I think that we've got a lot to look forward to potentially. Um there's a lot of potential. I mean, like we said, Metroid, Pokemon, uh Super Smash Brothers, if those 3 are mentioned, I think it's 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 a big E3 for them. I mean, they only got 20 what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. That's that's a big, you know, E3. Yeah. So it's on you, Nintendo. Don't screw this up. <laughs> yeah. You got it in the bag. Don't screw this up and show us 3DS games for 20 minutes. All right. Well, let's see what happens. You can follow us live tweeting it, of course, at Dispatch Podcast or at James Montemagno at MS Rivette. Uh, we will all three be tweeting personal comments, comments from the podcast. Um, so follow along and let us know what you think. Uh, you can leave comments on the show notes or tweet at us at dispatch podcast uh so michael this has been fun predicting i love it i know it's i'm pretty excited i can't wait all right we'll see you later